Hi, I'm Anne, and I'm an ERPer. And I'm Casey. I have no idea what an ERPer is, but I want in. Join us on Why Not, a Winona ERP fangirl podcast, as I introduce Casey to my favorite show and see if she has what it takes to be an ERPer. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Why Not, a Winona ERP fangirl podcast. I'm Anne, the ERPer, uh, and as usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Casey. Hey, Casey. Hey, Anne. Casey's already making me crack up. We've had sorry. to like boop, boop this four times before I pressed <laughs> real record. So. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, hey, before we get into talking about this, I want to talk about the um, nuts and bolts of the episodes, okay? Because we're trying to cram in two episodes. Two episodes for in the price this of one, one hour, yes. And so I feel like we really have to... Be on the ball, Anne. Just be um, on the ball, Anne. I'm going to try. I'm going to really try. <clears throat> so um, you had me watch season one, episode four, and it's called The Blade. It's written by James Hurst. It's directed by Paolo Barsman. Sure. And it aired <laughs> April 22nd, 2016. So then um, you were so kind and also let me watch season one, episode five, which was called Digging Up Bones. Oh, and I forgot to look up the songs that these would have been. Turn it. Okay, next, time. next time. Mm-hmm. Um, written by Shelley Scaro and also directed by Paolo Barsman, aired April 29th, 2016, which was pro- approximately 100 years ago. Right. And the reason I, well, you're a kept woman, and I only let you watch what I say you can watch at this point because I, we have to keep this under wraps. Um, but the reason we're doing two episodes in one is because I screwed up so badly last ah. week, and I'm sure you'll be able to figure it out now that we're going through these two episodes. And it's really so we can press uh, restart because <laughs> there were things I was talking about last week, and you're like, you were nice enough to just go along with it, like you knew what I was talking about. But then- that is so funny. I was, li- was re-listening to it today, and I got to one of the parts, which I won't mention, but I got to one of the parts, and I was like, I'm just totally blanking out on that. I don't remember. No, and you're like, you yeah, did. this happened. I'm like, it I totally gaslit you and was like, yeah, it happened. And you're just like, hmm. And then you just turn out to be Midwestern nice. And then you just are like, oh, uh-huh. okay, I guess I do remember. And then afterwards, I'm watching something and I'm like, shit, that I totally messed up. It is so hard. When you said you messed up before, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. What did you mess up on? Two big messes up. So well, one I know- in this four and one in five. Oh, one in five. And it'll come along. Okay, okay. So let's start by, how about we dig into it by, uh, tell us what you learned about Doc so far. Okay. First of all, I have to make a huge confession about Doc. Was it? What, <laughs> what did you do now? No. Okay. Was it? mentioned that he was a dentist okay i'm so glad you brought that up because it was it wasn't mentioned that he was a dentist okay who, who winona says it yeah she said it at one point and i'm pretty sure it was an episode what, four. he says something yeah, like what i'm four. what i'm good at and she's like what being a dentist or dentistry yeah dentistry and then he said no playing poker right so i double checked and it was never brought up in the episode, but she. We have to remember that the Earp family has has pre existing knowledge of Doc Holliday from the family history. Yeah. So she's in this instance going off of everything she knows about him prior, but it's not like this came out in an episode where they say he's a dentist. 
But <laughs> in, in real life, the real Doc Holliday was a dentist. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so that's the only, that. yeah, so that's the only way we, she would know that is just the previous history. You okay. have to remember that Waverly does all this family history and, you know, all, history is a big thing in their family. So right. she knows plenty and, about his best friend, Doc Holliday. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, now I get it. Because I was like, dang, I, I missed that. He's a dentist? Yeah, oh. I totally, I didn't even hear that any of the times I've ever watched it before until you mm-hmm. mentioned that in the note. No, it was it was kind of interesting because I was I was thrown for a second and I'm like, dang, I missed that shoot. But good, um, good catch, good catch. Thank you. Yeah, I feel really well good done. about that now. I know. Um, so I, what else did I learn about Doc? I loved watching that the beginning scene, the the opening um, scene of episode four. I think it was like the opening of one of the few, one of the right toward the beginning, and it was um, him doing all of that fancy shooting that was really fun i thought that was pretty cool yeah Yeah. um and she she, he walks away and she's like doc freaking holiday it was so fun because like he's like shooting with his eyes closed his back turned the gun is upside upside down down. Uh and she's just like Whew, had some had some good shoes. <laughs> Smoking his cigarello. Yeah. He's doing that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, what else did we oh the other big thing that we learned was um and now now that we're doing two episodes, I'm not positive which episode it was in, so I'm just gonna say it. Was we found out that this he is not a revenant. He is a, um, he sold his soul to the devil, I'm guessing. Okay. Or, or something to do with the stone witch. He sold his soul to the stone witch. Okay. <laughs> you're not I, I, can't, I, I, I can't, I don't know if I can confirm or deny. Okay, oh, fine. Yeah, now obvious. you're going to be real careful. I got to keep lips <laughs> on this bad boy. Right. Um, yeah, go ahead. And on. that, um. Because he's not a revenant, the only way that he can be killed is, or or killed off, or sent wherever to heaven, um, is by getting shot, getting stabbed, or getting hit by a train. I think the three things are right. So basically, he has um, he has a, a type of immortality. So he can't he can't he cannot age. So there's right. that. And mm-hmm. that he can't die from natural causes or disease. Okay. Uh-huh. So because he had TB when he originally was dying. Right. Yeah. And that was the deal that he had. So like he was cured from all able to uh, can't get disease. I can't talk today. Um, so, but like if he's shot or, you know, blown up or something like that. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. like that. But he's, you know, not just going to get influenza and die i um thought that was really funny because when he said that he's he's like yeah i have to get shot or shot or stabbed or hit by a train i'm like oh yeah no shit i mean of course you're gonna die right (laughs) (laughs) i don't walk away from that nobody would (laughs) right um so yeah so he so he can die he's not necessarily immortal Immortal. he's just free from how does he say it like the ravages of time and disease or something like that right um and he was reported dead 130 years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we don't that. know how old how old was he when he was reported dead. So maybe he was what 30. 
Yeah, I'm not close. So maybe I don't think they said that. He would they? be like Did 160. They? No, I'm just guessing, and I'm horrible at estimates in any shape or form. Um, and the last time he saw Wyatt, um, no. So the time. We, we did see that scene where he saw Wyatt and he was too sick to join him when Wyatt was actually going to do battle in purgatory. Mm-hmm. And then when Wyatt comes, you know, he's like, no, I can't go on. It was basically like, goodbye, friend. Like he was basically dying. Yeah, and yeah. then when he returns the other time, he finds out the duck is just fine. And that's when he realizes like he he did he something. Did he something. made some kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um and now he's he's cured. Mm-hmm. They're upset about that. So, and that was the last time he actually saw um, yeah. Wyatt, correct? Right. And it, Wyatt was upset with him. Okay, Wyatt That's was really disappointed. And of course, I went right to the part where he said he was in the well for a hundred years or something like that. And I'm like, so does he? Was he really in the well for a hundred years? <laughs> like, well, real where time? Else could he be. But real time, day after day after day in the well, he couldn't climb out or figure that out. Well, he and could, he can't die natural cause. So it's not like he right. could starve. Right. Yeah. So he was just so, sitting in a well. Which I haven't even thought about until just now. Like, that's how he survived in the well that whole time is that starving would be a natural cause of death. Mm-hmm. Would it? Wouldn't it? Yeah. Would it? Yeah. I would think so. We would need For a sure. medical, medical professional to weigh in on this, and we don't have any hanging sure. out. Sure. No, stuff. none? No? No. Can't find one? Please hold. I have Sally from... No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. down the road. Okay. Anything else about Doc in that uh, first episode or that you want? I don't think so. No. Um, I just have to say that I loved these two episodes. I really did. Like, I... Um, thought that there was so much content and so many interesting little parts of just funny things and mm-hmm. storylines and things that kept you really um, kind of on the edge of your seat and stuff. And there was a lot more kind of quirkiness in this one. I mean, there was obviously right. edgy stuff too and scary stuff or whatever, but um, you you really got to see like Winona's personality and... I love that Dolls is smiling a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we see. Did you notice that? Yeah, he gets a little softer, maybe. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. It's... You could even, you could even tell like when he was talking, it, even in the beginning of the episode four, when he even just was talking, he seemed a little bit softer. And I was like, I caught on right away. I was like, oh, okay. Dolls is softening up. Yeah, and there's no obvious shift that happened either. Like it doesn't seem like there's anything particular that happened to cause that. Um, yeah. Um, I yeah, so I, I, I'm nervous that we're not going to get everything covered. And okay, fine, I, yeah, well, I've gotten lazy with my homework because I was getting too bogged down with it where I just felt like I was writing down everything Everything. picking apart everything and Mm -hmm. I want it to be more organic in that it's really what's what you're interested in and me just chiming in and answering questions and like agreeing or disagreeing so are you planning on it being more (laughs) organic is this your plan I'm organically planning okay (laughs) so I could should we write that down (laughs) shut up go on tell me more organically planful (laughs) spontaneously plan 
for our organicity. Shut um, up. Okay. <laughs> do you want to talk about the villain? What do you want to talk about? Oh, can I can't remember. Did we start? Yes. So I thought it was very interesting. Okay. I know that I'm kind of going through these tiny little things, but when um, we go into the first victim's home right. and it's a blonde woman and the woman who was off th- with the um, guy in the mirror. Right. I thought, I immediately thought that was Winona's mom because she had this retro look to her. She, her, the way her hair was and the way her, she wore her dress and just everything about you thought her it was, was like really a flashback? kind of retro. Yeah. I thought it was a flashback. Gotcha. That didn't make too much sense because the other woman was a little bit modern looking, but mm-hmm. I was like, I can dig this look. I dig it. I dig her hair. I dig all, everything about it. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's not Winona's mom. And um, I thought it was hilarious when Winona and dolls came in to find the um, deceased. And she goes, she says, oh, God, what did she say? Um, oh, repent sinners written in blood. Good times. <laughs> Right. We walk like, into this crime scene. There's blood everywhere. And she's like, ah, what's written on the mirror? Mm. <laughs> yeah, this, I love it. Um, yeah. So this this villain creeped me out. Really? Yeah. And he what was weird is that you couldn't really see him. He was invisible. You could only see him in the mirrors. Yeah. Right. So you couldn't, he didn't pop out anywhere else. Well, in a reflection. It didn't yeah. have to be a mirror. You're right. You're right. A reflection. Um, and his name was August Hamilton, the barber. And he's this TikTok, TikTok, forgiven or not thing. And every yeah. time they said that, I freaked out so bad. Did you? I just found him creepier than the revenants. Just, I mean, I guess he's still a revenant. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just something. I mean, I'm Creepy not a fan. Him? Yeah, of like blades either. Okay. But yeah, when he would lick the blade and then. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And Whoa. then you have that that additional creep element of first they're thinking it's this Father Malik guy. Oh. Right. who is just like horse horse yeah, what was that i was like, that just like weird. back off women can do what they want with their bodies okay <laughs> this is a, you know 2020 guy back off um <laughs> but then it turns out he's not even the the guy they're after they're after the barber right and he um what I thought was, well, see, I'm already talking. You talk. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Well, this? Okay. So I was just going to say, this is a really weird thing, but when, um, did you, did you think uh, there was a couple scenes in, in episode four that totally reminded me of Silence of the Lambs? When okay. the, when Dolls and Winona go to that woman's home, that was Winona's old schoolmate. Um, she had the blonde hair. Samantha Perky Tits Baker. Yeah. Okay. Tits. Um, she was the girl who was in Silence of the Lambs at the bottom of the well. For real? I'm 99.9% Did you look her sure. Up? I'm afraid to look up anything now since we had that episode, <sighs> since we had the situation, which we'll talk about at the Shit. end of this episode. I think she is now that you mention it. Uh, I'm going to have to double check now. I can't. Should I pause and Google it? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I? don't. <laughs> okay. We'll look it up next time. Yeah, ne- we'll put it on. I put think it, you put it on the tweets. 
I think you might be tweeter. I'm going to make a note. Okay, so go on. So then the other thing that reminded me of Silence of the Lambs was that, um, so they went to Father Malik and Father Malik told them, told them, oh no, you need to go to this other dude, which I can't remember his name. And so they walk into this barn and there's this creepy guy like standing in a tub. Is that in the, is that in the other episode? No. Was it this episode? Yeah. Was he the creepy guy from Silence of the Lambs? No, but didn't it look like he, he totally looked like it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. And I don't know what I paused that 150 times to see what he was doing in the tub. It might it looked like some sort of trout or I don't know what that was. That was he was holding. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that was in the other episode. Oh, no, it was. It's fine. It's all combined in one episode. See, that's why it's so convoluted. But yeah, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was the fish, the fish guy or something. He had something to do with fish. He was. He did. Yeah, you said something with a trout. Yeah, that's what I thought he was holding. Just rando. (laughs) Yeah, I thought they said I can't I can't remember now. I'll get so messed up. But yeah, I thought he looked like the one of the creepy Silence of the Lambs guys, too. Yes. Oh, my no, God. Now we totally so have to double check. Okay. Yeah. It was like there was a theme or something like in this episode of Silence <laughs> of the Lamb stuff. It was bizarre. So then another thing that they mentioned in this episode, which I thought I should probably have figured out on my own, but I didn't. Winona uh, mentions that she was a foster kid, that she had been into like eight foster homes or something like that. And I'm like, now I love her. I was going to ask you specifically, like, did that reach into your foster mom soul? Yeah, it did. I was right? like, oh, she's a foster kid. Right? I, well, everything about her, you slowly, like she, at first she's just so rough around the edges, but then mm-hmm. every episode she just like weasels her way into your heart a little bit more and you see like mm-hmm. all this tenderness. And then I found that this, so this is episode four and mm-hmm. with this barber, so like the way I thought about it is like, the town barber is like your therapist and everybody knows he knows everyone's shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So of course he's the guy who can be like, mm, you got to make amends with everyone because mm-hmm. he knows who's pissed at you because he heard all the shit while he was cutting your hair. Mm-hmm. But through, so through this villain, we find more of Winona's backstory without her really having to, well, I guess she does tell it still. We don't hear it from him, but we just find out, how much more fucked up it was Mm -hmm. and it's like no wonder she wanted to get the hell out of purgatory Purgatory. yeah every first of all in the beginning we heard you know everyone thought she was crazy all the time when it turns out she wasn't crazy this whole time there actually were demons and revenants and Mm -hmm. then in this situation where she says uh that's why i never wanted to come back here i was 16 and fresh out of my eighth foster home Mm -hmm. and then how perky tits's dad owned a local slaughterhouse and would put the the animal yeah in her locker every friday Mm -hmm. right and then she was like just because my clothes were wrong or because i'd been in juvie or because i was the crazy kid who killed her own father and i'm like Mm -hmm. yeah and then and then i was just like girls are the fucking worst the worst teenage girls are so mean give me Mm -hmm. violent boys any day of the week (sighs) it's just like girls can be so mean yeah, absolutely. I mean, boys can be too, but yes, girls yeah, can be just exactly. horribly, horribly like, mean. Just like mm-hmm. so cruel. Well, um, and then we find out too that um, the guy that was 
knocked off in the bathroom was actually her probation officer who is an undercover drug dealer for a million years and then got her involved in actually like delivering the drugs um and she one time got caught or something was that how it went down she got caught or um there was a um there was a tip phoned in and it was actually from the pro- the drug dealer's wife. Right. Like and that the, was, that was what she had to be forgiven for in order to not get her throat slit. Well, she, he, that? well he was a, he was a, the town drug dealer, but he worked for law enforcement. Yeah. yeah. And so, but the police were getting close to closing in on him. So his wife she called in the anonymous tip and was mm-hmm. like, just threw Winona under the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And then you have that. And then you have that the the first killing that wasn't forgiven was because like the girl killed the other girls. Oh, such a whatever. Web. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's like comes back to Winona too. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like you could just blame everything on Winona. Like this poor town is like, no matter where she goes. And and a lot of it's not even her fault. Like, no. you know, some of it's choices she's made, but other stuff is just like stupid stuff. And there's, you know, like that part where dolls is like, you were 16. Like mm-hmm. everyone yeah. does stupid stuff when they're 16. Like, right. It, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Right. But that yeah. um, she was screwing around with that girl's boyfriend, Brad, Megan's boyfriend, Brad. And that she, she saw them together and drove off in a tizzy. And that's when she killed she got in the car accident and killed the other girl's dad or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, the whole weight of the world is always Uh, coming down on her shoulders. That's exactly what I was going to say is like, everything was on her shoulders that she had to keep this all kind of under wraps. And it's like, she hasn't processed any of it or something. I don't know. It's so sad. And you felt for her. And I also like, she was in foster care because she didn't have any parents and, where was Waverly? Was she also in foster care? I wonder about that. If we learn about that, I'm not positive. Or did, didn't we she... hear that Waverly lived with Gus? Oh, is that right? I think we learned that in the beginning. Okay. All right. Good. Um, now I feel better. <laughs> I mean, she still had her. Yeah, she was with Gus. Okay. <laughs> um. But anyways, I feel like I'm skipping around totally. I'm sorry. It's fine. It kind of um, leads itself to that. So, oh, and then we also found out that um, that she that Winona had done time in the psychiatric hospital, also. Yeah, Vic, what was it called? Saint Saint Victoria's or something? Yeah, Saint Victoria's psychiatric or something like yeah. that. Bobo brings that up, doesn't he? Right. Yeah. And how does he know her shit? I think he just knows everybody's shit. Maybe I don't know. Just so he had stuff against her. I have no idea, really. Um, but I also thought it was interesting how they're, you know, trying to figure out how to get that the body of the barber to, you know, be um, there. You know, but, yeah, whatever. like to materialize and materialize. Not just yeah, exactly. Like a, Thank you. A shadow or whatever a, a reflection. A reflection. Um, and then all of a sudden, it comes out that. <laughs> Doc Holiday was like, oh, um, maybe it could have just happened that somebody might have been paid to tie a chain around his leg. And then perhaps 
put him in this lake. <laughs> right. Like, dude didn't know that before that moment. Yeah, like, I want to know on. at what point it clicked with him where he's like, oh, are we talking about that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Winona was like, um, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> you could have led Dumbass. with that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, um, so they couldn't get the of course they couldn't find the guy though they had they were like shooting at all the reflections and everything like that so then poor sweet dolls had to become the one to get possessed with um with i guess with the barber right yeah and that's where it got a little confusing with me too because so he gets possessed and um he gets zapped and so he you know why not i had to kind of make out with him a little bit to get him okay it was cpr he actually had to do CPR, it, it was cpr yeah it wasn't making out it was, <laughs> it was medical mind, it, was it was medical mouth out. to mouth right it was medical making out until he puked but he puked water and then there was like these wet footprints that walked away so i'm yeah. like thinking oh was that the barber guy that he just puked up because he was he took the form of water because it was reflective i don't know i don't know i don't know but i thought that was interesting um so after that all happens there that was that scene where it was um dolls kind of pacing back and forth wait hang on i was surprised okay i was surprised that it was winona that day that did cpr because i would have thought it would have been waverly because she's the more academic one like if anyone knows cpr you would think it would be Waverly with all of her research and schooling. Or I don't, did they not do CPR back in Doc Holliday's day? I mean, what did they do to revive people? He's a doctor. <laughs> I think even a dentist would know how to like revive someone, no? That was 130 years ago. Things I mean, of, I get it. We wanted to see. I can't see, remember when I had dinner for, <laughs> for dinner yesterday. We wanted to see Wynonna put her lips on dolls. I get uh, it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made for better television. But I was like, Really? Isn't this yeah. like more Waverly's jam? It was really funny too. And that scene where they were getting prepared for that whole seance or whatever it was. And um, Dahl says, oh, Waverly, didn't you study whatever, whatever language, languages or something? And and you, you're fluent in, in Latin. And Winona's like, no. And she goes, oh yeah. And she says something in Latin, like, right. you know, whatever. And, and Winona is kind of like, what the fuck? What have I missed? I've missed everything. You could just kind of see it on her face that that she was kind of thinking that. Right. But um, I thought that was funny, too. And then anyway, so back to the part where it was dolls pacing back and forth and they were trying to figure out how to actually um, bring this, materialize this guy. And Winona all of a sudden thinks of something and she's, oh, maybe I'm getting screwed up. But anyway, so Winona makes this... Um, comments and she has this idea of how this is all going to happen and then she goes oh my god i feel so smart right now <laughs> do you remember that yes. that might have been right after he was revived actually i might be getting that all mixed up but uh, yeah she gets um, all excited for herself yeah it was really funny and um and then of course we get to the lake part the um, shithole lake or whatever she called it and they see the barber and then <laughs> then we realize that um Waverly has to be the one that Winona has to forgive well before bef- the reason they're going f- for the to the lake like didn't he give her a certain amount of time 
two hours. Two hours. Was that before mm-hmm. the lake or after the lake? No, they were going, to, she was going to be knocked off at the lake. Remember, he comes up behind her with a straight edge. Oh, yeah. And so before that, like, so she, so now Winona has two hours to get all these amends made. And yeah. she just starts running through that. She like busts into shorties yeah. and is like, who's here? <laughs> okay. How many like birds can I st- kill with one stone here? At yeah. It's just running up to like random guys, like, so sorry. Remember that time I blah, blah, blah. And like, <laughs> she gets two guys fighting because they, she had hooked up with both of them, like on the same night or something. And then she's like, what does Waverly say? Like, but everyone hates you, Winona. Yeah. She's like, I'm aware. She's like, <laughs> leaves the building. Yeah, she was running out of the building. She's like, where are you going? And she goes, I have to beg for forgiveness. Is it this? What's the plural of forgiveness? <laughs> yeah, everybody hates you. And she's like, I'm aware. <laughs> like, oh, that's even, so sad. Even her physical, her physical comedy is so funny. Like the way she moves her body, mm-hmm. just busting in and out of shorties is, <laughs> is even funnier than what she says. Some of the times it's just like, yeah. she's skirting in and out of there. Like, like Kramer on Seinfeld practically. I can, I can definitely say that the first two episodes when she would say something kind of funny or witty, I'd be like a little bit eye rolly. Cause I was like, mm, whatever. Cause I didn't understand. I thought it was just a little bit, <laughs> quirky too quirky for me but now I'm really digging it she's saying some really funny things well the timing's gotten really good where it's it's just perfectly mixed in with like something ridiculous is happening with the supernatural and then she'll Mm -hmm. just say something and any of them really will just say something ridiculous and you're like yeah that's what I was just gonna say like they're all kind of chiming in now it's not just her one-liners sticking out it's like they're all kind of having these one-liners and sometimes you can miss it too like you hear it but it takes like four beats later for you to get it like Mm -hmm. for it to sink in because you were distracted by the action that's happening yeah so you're like watching like a fight scene or something and then it's like someone says something at the same time and it's like one two three four oh oh, Oh, that was funny okay (laughs) so um and then of course i one thing also I didn't I didn't really understand at the end of the episode when she was I think it was for the end. Yeah, it was at the end. So um the barber has the straight edge up against Waver or Winona's neck and um Winona has to forgive Waverly and Waver's and Winona's like spouting us off all these things like I'm sorry I left, I'm sorry I killed dad, I'm sorry I blah, blah, blah. And Waverly's like, like no, plenty it's of reasons to not, need to forgive yeah, someone right. for. It's not any of those. And then um she's like, What is it? And then we find out that Waverly is upset that Winona is the heir. I wasn't really positive where there had there was forgiveness like that why Winona had to forgive Waverly for that like I didn't get how that all went down but um we didn't even get to that point because um Winona like elbows the barber guy and everything gets you know taken care of and he gets shot and stuff but um it was kind of like this big shoe drop when she said I'm I'm upset that you're the heir. Right. And I was like, oh, but wait a second. Well, doesn't that mean like just birth order? <laughs> How is she upset that 
she's the heir. We don't find that out until the next scene, but, um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty. pretty yeah, it's like honest. she she gets that it makes logical sense is as far as birth order goes. Like that's mm-hmm. how the heir works. You know the. The I totally second guess kind of myself. Thing. <laughs> I was like, error, error. Right. That what, mean, Google like, that. What does order? that mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, I know she she gets that. Um, yeah, you because know, she and I talk all the time. That's how I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice. But but to her, it's just like, how did she say it? You've never tried to be good at anything in life and got to be the special one. Mm-hmm. And I just got to be Waverly. And she's like, but everyone loves you, loves you, you know? Yeah. And she's like, isn't this where you say you love me too? And she's like, you're awfully needy for a lone wolf. Yeah. Like even that, <laughs> that whole totally exchange that, is yeah. so cute, right? She comes in mm-hmm. with the bubblegum sake and is like, sorry. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So it's like, she gets it, but she's like, I've spent all these years you know, doing the research and just, you know, I think feeling like if she just does something to make herself important than to be part of this puzzle. And maybe she can be the one to like bring this piece to her family because poor, it makes really logical bad. sense. Like yeah. being the heir with a magic gun doesn't make any logical sense, mm-hmm. but like s- sitting down and, and being the problem solver and going, okay, if we can just put all these pieces of the puzzle together, surely we can come mm-hmm. up with a solution. It's like, well, the solution is a whole lot crazier than what you really think it is. Right. And I felt really bad for her because you look back at all of the times that she's just kind of been blown off by dolls and she was so excited to show him all the information that she had and he kind of blew her off and she's so excited to go and try to help them and he totally blows her off. And it's like, just give her a chance, man. She's just like this little sidekick. Yeah. Like the little sister, the little sister that never ages past 17, not speaking from experience. Right. Speaking from the little, you have little sister baggage. You're carrying around right now. Worth talking about (laughs) in therapy. (laughs) That's a a story Um, for another day. Okay. So here's one of the reasons uh, I don't think we got to it is that when Winona tells Waverly, uh, I just tested Doc Holliday. I just tested Hank. He's Doc Holliday. Mm-hmm. I just tested him with the shooting. And Waverly's like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean you know? And she's like, well, he kind of shot at me at Bobo's. <laughs> and that's when Winona gets pissed and grabs Doc. And, and, and that's when she says, and there was some pinching, too. Pinching, yeah. But that's what I told you last, last week. Mm-hmm. I know. But that's why he missed her. It's like he missed her on purpose because he's a good shot. Yeah, But that's what I totally screwed up last week when I told you was that, um, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, when you watched it, did it make sense right away? Were you like, uh, yeah, Ann just said that last week and she shouldn't have. Yeah, I did. I didn't want to say anything, though. It's fine. It's not okay. No, it's fine. (laughs) We're all fine. Okay, it's just for fun. We're just grown-ups having fun here. Um, Okay, so anything else I can't remember if that's how the episode ended. I think it was. Yeah, I think they ended like in Waverly's room drinking bubblegum sake or something. Mm Which was decorated really cute in the background. And I'm like, is that at the homestead? Mm, they have internet. Anyway, that's, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. 
Okay. So, okay. And so episode five opens up with this dream sequence. Yes. Go I on. Thought, oh, what? Yeah, I have something to say about this. Go on. Okay. First of all, I loved how it was filmed. And when she would turn her head, the, her curls would fly out. I just love that. I don't know if you noticed or not. But then mm. um, I also noticed, okay, she has this weird dress on. And so that's um, the little sister's dress and she's trying to find the little sister but then Waverly thinks she is the little sister like it was all kind of confusing for me I just knew that it was a weird dream sequence that's all right I mean definitely you got the sense that it was a dream because it was like foggy and weird like oh yeah for sure and flashbacky um yeah it was like they were wearing these old-timey Amishy dresses and (laughs) maybe not Amishy I don't know um I feel like kind of Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Norwegian y, maybe. Yeah. Like IKEA, maybe from IKEA. Maybe from the folk um <laughs> <laughs> the folk fair in downtown. Um, the red fair. Um Okay, so 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 here's what drove me crazy. What? Why the why the fuck is she sleeping on a wooden hope chest? <sighs> That was a day bed. What are you talking about? There was no mattress on that. It's like a wooden it looks like one of those chests where you lift it up and you <laughs> store all your blankets in underneath. Yeah, I know what a hope chest is, but I'm thinking that was a daybed. Why was she? I'm pretty sure I rewound it? and it's just all wood. Piece of wood. With like a blanket on it. Could be. Maybe she passed out there. Because she had remember she had the gun in her lap and it dropped down. It looks like, really it uncomfortable. It's- and I don't want to give anything away, but it's not the last time we see her sleep on this wooden thing. Oh. And it drives me crazy. I just think that there needs to be a furniture store in this town or something. Or a handy person that can build something more comfortable. It's not just a town. It's a big, huge city. Right? I understand that they're busy fighting things for their lives. That furnishing is probably not a number one priority. But if her back gives out, how is she going to do this job? (laughs) And you know that Waverly is not sleeping on a hope chest. Waverly has probably a really nice bed in that cutesy cutes room. I don't know. She just moved back in. We don't know. She has a bed. Yeah, I thought it was a day bed. And that's funny that you say that because I literally thought, that's a, that's a weird day bed. That's old school. Rewind. I'm almost positive because I I know I rewound. And unless I'm just not seeing it, it looks extremely you, I, uncomfortable. I cannot rewind this episode, these episodes any longer because I've watched them probably four times each. They never get old, though, do they? No, and I. Put that's them why on I've work. watched them so many times that that's why I start getting confused about what episode I'm talking about, and that's why I screwed these two ones up so bad for you. It's fine. Okay, it's so dream fine, sequence. We see that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I didn't really understand. I didn't understand the dream sequence, but I loved when she turned her head and her curls went flying. And then it was. In- <laughs> Oh my God, that was so funny when she walked in on dolls exercising. Oh, yeah. I think that was like the next scene where she walks into dolls exercising and um, she makes those those funny mistakes um, with her phrases. Like, I bought you, oh, I brought you a shirt, put your coffee back on or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) She just kind of like rolls her eyes at herself. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, if that was me, I would have turned around and walked out and quit my job and she does it like two or three times in a row yeah, like she does, does something it, like, boom, similar boom, boom. like 
Yeah. yeah, it was really funny, but he was hot. Physically or just or just hot? No, he's a good looking guy. Yeah, he's like a good looking he, guy. But he was yeah. sweaty too. Yeah, I don't do sweat, but <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. Gross. Um, but so then we find out that Judge they had to go see Judge Kreiderman or something like that I don't remember Um, and we find out that he's the judge that kind of always handled Winona's shit right and that was another thing it's like man all of these things just keep coming back to haunt her right like this whole for you flash back to like when she showed up at the the wake at Gus's Mm -hmm. and everyone was like oh you're back in town and she still didn't deserve that, but now you can see, like, the whole town just is, like, thinks she's this huge mess up. Yeah. And he, he says something like, oh, they always end up back, like, right back in my courtroom or, or something like that. And he's just or Who would have like, thought that this this troubled girl would end up right here back in my my quarters or whatever yeah. she said, whatever he said. Such but, yeah, mess. it all goes back to what Waverly said. Everyone hates you, I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, everyone does. Poor girl. Darn it. Um, but then we saw Doc. <laughs> I don't know why. Dolls was just so cute in this episode. Uh, he just did these like quirky little like tiny smiles and he stuck up for her. He stuck up for Winona once big time toward the end of the episode in yeah. the same quarters where right. the judge kind of like, you know, made some really rude comments about her and stuff. And, um, and Dolls was right there to stick up for her and i'm like oh that's cute exactly mm-hmm. um was there a character that came back in this episode that you wanted to know more about yeah so then the stone witch okay this is another thing oh god see i should i wish i could do some research but i can't because that's <laughs> the whole premise of this thing um so <laughs> this in episode three I'm pretty sure it was. Um, Hank, Doc, kept saying that he needed to find out this woman's name. He needed to find out this woman's name, needed to find out this woman's name, right? Right. So, um, of course, we find out then that it's the um, the Stone Witch that he wants to find the name out. But then, so the Stone Witch comes back into, or we find out who the Stone Witch is. We see her because she's representing Bobo Del Rey as his like attorney or something like that. That's the other part I messed up. You did? Yeah. Last week I said, what? She's like, she's Bobo's lawyer too. (laughs) Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I totally did. I might've like shut myself up right away when I realized, I think I realized. Oh, Oh, he's, she's Bobo. Yeah. She's, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think or I said something like, oh, it's like just anyone can. That's what I said. Anyone can be a lawyer. Because did like, I say anything in return? I don't remember. It's all a blur now. That's probably like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. Anyway, so. Okay. So, so, yeah. So she shows up as Bubbles' so she lawyer. She shows up as his lawyer. Yeah. And um, we found out, found out her name. But then later on in the episode, she shows up in the basement where doc was and doc knew her voice and knew her name so why did he have to know her name i don't get it hmm do you know Is what he, i'm saying like it doesn't make sense to me. constance cludy there 
either she said it or he said it. But it well, was maybe sad. he. But Waverly has shown him some stuff. Like she showed him that newspaper, and they didn't say anything. But maybe he saw it. I just don't understand why he needed to know her name. Because seriously, like, does it matter? She, does a name matter? Right. Did he knew her? He right. knew her voice. He knew she did something to him. Right. You know, I don't know. It was kind of crazy. Um, but, oh, God. So it was really funny. So Tracy and I are watching this episode together. Okay, right? so she's still watching with you? Oh, hell yeah. She's, she's, she's was, she crazier was than go, you are right now. She was going to go ahead to six. <gasps> and no. she told me when I got home today, I was going to go ahead to six. But I suddenly felt really guilty and knew that I could never say anything to you that I did it. And I had yeah. a fake like I didn't do it. I'm like, you are so damn fucking lucky because I would have gotten really pissed off if you would have went. She cannot six. watch ahead of you. No, she can't. I told her she was going to try to sneak it. And if I'm you're like, going to watch, just tell me just so I know. But don't let her watch and then you watch because she won't be able to keep a secret. No, I know. Even if she, she if, and like, if she looks at you a certain way, you're going to know something. Right. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So, but anyway, so it was that scene where um, the stone witch and Boba Del Rey were in the barn and she got all like <laughs> BDSM on him. Yeah. And it was like all raw. And she puts his heel on her chest. And I don't know if he, she dug it in or whatever. And then she's like, suck it, suck it. <laughs> yeah. That just got real. I was like, I didn't need that at all. I did not need it. She's like, well, that was, um, that was a little awkward. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, really? I thought it was awesome. <laughs> oh no, I hated like, it. I hated it so bad. She's looked at me funny. She's like, you did? And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> No, I was like, ugh, no, not for me. <laughs> oh, God. That and he, the way he talks to, is it Waverly? No, the way he's talking to Winona in the um, interrogation room, mm -hmm. the same, just like skin crawly, just like all the worst things to say to a woman. Mm -hmm. I'm just like. But she, ugh. but the stone witch had the upper hand. That's what I'm saying is like, she was like the one in charge in that barn. I know, she, just still I just, not my jam. I hmm. I don't care what straight people do in their own spare time. Just I don't want to see it. <laughs> this dynamic. What do you say? <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh, don't make me. <laughs> okay. And moving on. <laughs> um <laughs> now I can't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, it, there's another line too. Uh, it was really funny, but Bobo Del Rey said it. They went to, they went to the campground to talk to Bobo Del Rey to find something. I think that's when they actually. I can't remember if it was in this episode or last episode, but he made a comment about. She goes, "Hey, um, Winona said something like, where is so and so? Where is so and so? Where are all these people?'" And then he goes, oh, um, Lululemon, there's a big know, sale so on funny. yoga mats down on Lululemon. And I was like, what did he just say? <laughs> I know. There's a part, too, when um, Waverly's taking pictures at the um, whatever campsite trailer yeah, park. Trailer and park. She's, mm -hmm. yeah, she's taking pictures and eating like trail mix. And then she's like, where is everyone? Was there a sale on lawn chairs? Lawn chairs? <laughs> 
<laughs> How funny because who is she even talking to? Just herself, right. which yeah. like makes it even funnier. Because I would mm-hmm. totally do something like that. Like, what the fuck is everyone in a sale? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I can't believe you're not talking about Levi and Fish yet. Oh, girl, I was. I was gonna get there. Don't you worry. See, I'm turning my page. <laughs> Oh, it was so okay i immediately loved fish right the whole great. story had you written all over it old timey old timey like broke back mountain <laughs> love story Shut come up. on that's well, your jam even, even when he came up behind winona in the truck and he's like can, can you just cut the chit chat and i get car sick right he was the most polite underdog <laughs> revenant ever <laughs> abductor yeah yeah <laughs> like, like, she's I'm like whatever so do you want to um go get a slurpee or stop yeah. <laughs> and so she drives off and then that's when we find out that bobo del rey knows fish and um that was really funny when they were starting to like they're like hey my god or whatever and they're like oh yeah they're just like bro talking like two yeah. buddies mm-hmm. and um then they were back in shorties and that's when we find out that fish had a love affair with some dude and it was all so cute right I knew you were going to so like that. cute. And I love, that's one thing, again, I love about this show is that it's so inclusive. There's just like, oh, it's so sweet. And it doesn't have to be. The characters didn't have to be written like that. Right. But, you know, that's what makes it just more, even more endearing. Like, oh. So, well, and then even you have, like, Doc, who hasn't physically aged. Mm-hmm. And so one would have to assume that he hasn't mentally aged either. Like in his mind, he should still be like trapped back in the olden days, right? Including mm-hmm. olden day philosophies and thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, but he doesn't even bat an eye at that. Like he's still like love is love kind of situation, which isn't common for, I mean, not even that long ago. <laughs> well, not even don't forget that he's been in the bottom of a well for 130 years like where (laughs) right theoretically he should be kind of up in arms about all of this and that but he's not he's fine everybody's fine and then they just keep introducing these like characters that are um kind of all over the board you know like it doesn't i just like it that was really cool but then i thought it was just so sweet and then all of a sudden when we realize it's Levi Uh and we find out that you know Winona finds out that Doc took Levi over the border and all this and that and they go to find Levi and he's gnawed his leg off to try to get to safety that was right in the beginning that was the first scene of the episode and I almost yarfed I was like what is he doing what is that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then we realized that was his foot he gnawed it off and then he army crawled it back to like a I don't know a safe place but I can't remember back what over the it. triangle sanctuary, mm-hmm. sanctuary. But yeah so yeah. Levi Levi's like I'll get you the picture of the seven you need oh yes that's in right. order no, like I'll Levi help you didn't. fish said that oh yeah yeah but he would get because Levi took the picture yeah and he'd get it like I'll help you if you help me and so she agrees mm-hmm. and like she shakes hands with a revenant mm-hmm. um 
and and then it's just kind of like that whole yeah he's a revenant but it's kind of like that whole shorty situation again where he's so kind about it in the end he's like i i understand you have to do what you have to do winona it was going to end this way either way at least i'm Mm -hmm. with you know my lover or whatever Mm -hmm. and she's so sweet she's broken hearted about it too like she Mm -hmm. she knows he's a revenant and she knows that she has to get rid of all of them to end the curse Mm -hmm. including this nice guy and you can see that she's still torn up about it yeah she totally was and even after the fact after the after she shot him with peacemaker she mentions like he was a he wasn't a bad guy he wasn't a horrible guy and he wanted to make peace and all yeah and she and doc are like arguing about it and he's like warning her not to get too you know too far down a dark path of vengeance and she's like i need to live by a code which Mm -hmm. really reminded me of dexter did you ever watch Dexter? No, I've never seen it. Oh, it's a good one. It's kind of old though. Um, but yeah, it's like, if I'm going to do these horrible things, I still have to have some kind of code of humanity to, to go by. Yeah. Um, and then what happens with them? After they argue? No. Tracy and I are both like, what? Wait a minute. What? which I, I mean you could tell though it was building up and building up she's so flirty with them and everything but i didn't want that to happen i wanted her to be with dolls you do yeah really which going back to dolls and going back to the lawyer can we step back there for a second i mean we not can the go lawyer, wherever the you attorney. want <clears throat> the attorney an hour into this podcast sorry, sorry, just sorry, keep sorry, going sorry. so um you remember how in like the first episode I said, I don't trust dolls. Yes, I, think I remember he, that. Like, whatever. So they're in the judge's quarters and he, the judge says, I talked to your superiors. I talked to, to, I can't remember what he said. Yeah. And he like he hands him a piece superiors. of paper. He hands him a piece. And oh yeah. And dolls is like, who did you talk to? Right. And right away I was like, Hmm? and he hands him the piece of paper and he looks at the piece of paper and then he dolls you can kind of see that he gets worried and i'm like thinking what's on that piece of paper you know we didn't ever see it either did we uh -uh, we never saw it and they never said the name so i'm thinking oh wait a second he is a martian (laughs) (laughs) Martian. He, he is like some dude from i don't know whatever but or maybe a revenant that was re that found jesus or something i don't know you're still (laughs) having second thoughts even though he's getting he seems like he's getting sweeter yes he is getting sweeter and he is doing his little smiles and he made a funny joke about when um winona said oh it seems like you have a little bit of rebel in you and he's like i wouldn't call it little little. i know he's like (laughs) like, oh what are we still talking about being rebel and so I'm like, oh, when they hooked up in the ground, which, by the way, who does that? Oh, gross. Doesn't everybody do that? Who doesn't do that? I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, also, you just killed two people. Like, I don't know. Like, have you made out with somebody in the mud? Was it muddy? I don't think it was muddy. Wait a second. I'm sorry. You've never been completely what? turned on. You wouldn't just do it anywhere. Like it's Doc Holl- 
salad day in Winona Earp. I would not do it in the You're going to be like, oh, time out. Do you have a picnic blanket? <laughs> I wouldn't even do it on Please, please. <laughs> no, not at all. We are not getting into this conversation right okay. here, right now. Because okay. I know for a fact you have not in the mud. We're not getting into this conversation. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're not having this conversation. You didn't even remember that we lived together. Don't tell me that you think you remember some of... I remember <laughs> some places that were not mud, but... I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no we're idea not what having this conversation. About. We're not having this conversation. <laughs> Move on. Anyway. Okay. The Stone Witch's car was a 1979 Lincoln Continental. It's not a Cadillac. I know, I, but I had to look that up. I had to look it up. Um, I do have a question that I hope you're going to answer for me. Okay, go for it. Does Winona's necklace ever come to play? Like, I'm really digging this whole Janet Jackson key on the necklace and this little other pouchy thing that she has on the side. Mm-hmm. Do we ever find out what the key goes to? I uh, The necklace sticks around for a while, and the necklace has always bothered me. Um, I know it says something in Greek. What does? The key? It, there, the little it, there's black some, pouchy thing? No, there's words on it. I think there's words on the key. Oh, that that's all I can tell you. Hmm, It'll come okay. up again, and we could please put a pin in that because I would love to talk about that necklace. First of all, it doesn't seem. I don't think if you're doing superhero shit, you should be wearing dangly things. It seems no. like if you've ever worked in any risky job, like around machinery or anything, you can't have dangly stuff. How is she not strangling herself with that? How is it's just dangerous. I also I want to know I want to be the OSHA for superhero things I want to come in and be like capes are not are not safe because you can strangle necklaces dangly hoop earrings she also has some bullets on I mean some of the stuff is just not safe (laughs) (laughs) I mean I suppose a necklace but the belt of bullets may cause an issue (laughs) Um, um, but wait, I'm not done. Wait, like you're not done with the necklace? Crap. No, the necklace. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, there was one point where that she puts her hand up, and I think that it was on, um, I think it was on Doc's chest when he said something about like, feel my heart. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. He's like, she's something. like, are you a ghost? Yeah. And you saw her rings. Did you see that? The rings that she I'm not wearing. recalling them. They always wear a lot of rings. Yeah, she had like these real like weird, cheapy, dangly heart rings and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's such proof that she is really a this, you know, small town kind of gal. Like it was just like, you know, a look where it was totally out of date. And I don't know, it just caught my eye. Just forget it. Whatever. There's a she lot of jewelry that comes into play. Some of it is really like, I mean, not my jam. And then some of it I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could pull that off. I'm totally wondering if I could pull off a key necklace. There's a lot of accessories that I'm like, could I pull that off? (laughs) I don't know if I could. Could Um, Here's something that I did. And this is where my super geek brain went. So Mm -hmm. when Winona's leaving the trailer park and she's all like pissy because she made a scene again and dolls got mad at her. Mm -hmm. Um. 
she talks into her phone and she asks for the distance to Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> yeah. And it right. says, so she's like, you know, find distance to Puerto Vallarta. And mm-hmm. her phone replies, total distance, 2,696 miles. That caught my ear because in in the Erptum, there's never been, not never, but Emily has always kind of made it this ambiguous Thing where like where is purgatory and so it's I always it was in pennsylvania <laughs> come again come, come again no. Just... no 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 there okay. are no wrong answers but that's a totally wrong answer i don't know why I guess I... <laughs> no. so they've always kind of said like it's anywhere between canada and montana so oh, montana, montana. I thought I was bad at geography. Um, so I know where it's filmed in Canada. So I I did like a Google thing from oh, Puerto Vallarta. And Emily's also said that there is another reason they never really use real money in the show. So you can't tell if it's like Canadian or American money, whatever. Mm-hmm. And as best I can tell, oh, God, we are we're closer to Canada than we are Montana, because even if I use the most upper point in Montana, we come up a little bit shy in the miles. But if you map it from like Didsbury, where they film a lot of it, or Calgary in Alberta, um, it gets us much closer to that number. Oh, Oh. Not like any of it matters. It's just where my brain goes because I'm like, oh, we could probably pinpoint it a little better. Um, That does does make more sense than Pennsylvania. Are you left wondering anything else in this episode? No, but I did um, catch up on the death count of... You did? Uh, Okay, now I'm totally second-guessing myself because in this episode, she, um, she and Waverly are talking and she says... Um, oh, it was when they were sitting on the daybed slash hope chest. And she makes a comment about how many revenants she's killed and that there's still two left or one left or something. And then um, of the seven. Waverly does, yeah, Waverly does this math and that you're like, you know, they had this conversation about where they were in the count. But I've counted nine dead. I'm not going to double check your math. I have no idea. So we have the eye patch guy in the homestead. That's the first one. Then the shadow assassin. Assassin. That's the second one. Then the creepy teeth guy in the bar when he tried to grab the peacemaker because it was sitting in plain sight. Right. That's the third one. The fourth one was the beard guy at the stone witch ceremony, but it was he was in the body of Shorty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's then a couple there. The crunker guy. He was there. So that's five. And then we had the barber, right? With a straighted shaver. That's six. And then we had poor sweet Levi, poor sweet fish. I'm that's sure seven. I'm sure the math is probably already done somewhere. You can't go find it. But I could well, double check your work. Because then there was the creepy silence of the lambs guy. Oh yeah. That like one. So I'm up to nine. Okay. I don't know. And I'm also unsure, is it 77 plus the seven or do the seven include the 77? I'd have to Google that. Oh, I that. always thought it was, I always, 
You think it's seven it regular seven, revenants plus the seven from the homestead massacre? Seventy plus seven, yeah, like seventy-seven altogether. Okay, I know, I know it's out there. It, I would just have to Google it. Yeah, so um, that got me real because I was like, "Dang, maybe my, maybe no, I totally did that." That could wrong, be it, or maybe the the nine that I have only certain amount was actually part of the seven. No, you're thinking too hard. Yeah. No, I'm not thinking too hard. I'll double check your work if you want. Yes, please. But you can't because you can't. I know I can't. Um, Okay. So I want to, since you're not active on Twitter yet, because I don't want you to get yourself into trouble, um, I do try to keep you posted on feedback. And we have gotten one email from our website, which the really? yeah, and the voicemail thing is working now. I tested it. Oh, it's kind dang. of fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Um, we got so this is from the website. I love this podcast. I have never ever listened to any podcast in my life. Oh. But this is very interesting and so much fun. I'm laughing with you both. Keep going, girls. And I love Casey's Midwest accent. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> Apparently, I lost mine, girlfriend. What do you mean? Um, so that, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, don't you know? Um, oh my! So that, that is nice from a listener, Terry H. I know exactly oh, who you are, Terry H. Thank you. Um, we've gotten some love from Kat from the She Nerds Out podcast, which I love oh. listening to. Uh-huh. Um, they cover a bunch of nerdy shows. Um, they have the best theme song that <gasps> will get stuck in your head. It is so much fun. Uh, I'm jealous. See, I can't. Do, I, can't. I think you, uh, I could check for episodes of that one that you can no, listen to because no, they, they have a lot of fun stuff. They cover a lot of different topics. As long as they don't, I'll listen to one that does not talk about the show at all in it. But um, so Kat said she's enjoying the podcast and it's become her oh. comfort podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. I am. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with Janie and Kelly from the Top Shelf Shenanigans podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a best friend duo that is really quite a lot of fun. And um, they cover another certain best friend aspect from this show that I can't talk about yet with you because it hasn't happened yet. Um, oh. But there's a best friend duo that they um, their podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, primarily covers that show. Um and I really wanted to give them a shout out because one of them is crushing on my voice. They think I have a cute voice. <laughs> so that's pretty good for okay. my ego. And I think that just deserves a shout out. So hmm. holla nice. at you, Top Shelf Shenanigans. If you're not listening, you should be. Um, and I then, can't listen to that one at all. Oh, fuck. That's all about this show? In, in, in like two, I think in actually two more episodes you could listen to some one of their episodes okay okay um i'll let you know i feel so bad like i talk about all these things and then i'm like yeah but you can't listen to that but you can't listen to this uh and last but not least we have a very special voicemail and now i'm going to try to do this techie thing so i mean you mean just, uh, what, the voicemail that was left on a, our website that yeah, yeah it's it's a special voicemail <laughs> And I hope it's going to work. Let me try. Okay, don't say anything. Try not to. Hey, Ann and Casey, it's Kevin Batchelder from the Tales of the Black Batch podcast. 
Hey, I just want to put out a big thank you to both of you for doing the podcast. It's a lot of fun uh, listening to the two of you discuss the episode so far. Uh, as Anne well knows, uh, we ERPAs do enjoy when uh, new folks find the show and, and share their thoughts as they go through it on Twitter and other spots. But uh, being able to hear it in podcast form, very cool. Lots of fun. I'm really enjoying it. So thanks for taking the time on doing these. And I'll just reinforce something Anne's mentioned a couple times there, Casey. Uh, you know, stay off the Twitter, stay off the Reddit, <laughs> Facebook groups, heck, even MySpace if you still have it. Uh, we want you to be able to experience this without being spoiled. So uh, if you can do it, I think you'll get a lot more out of the show by uh, by doing that. So thanks for uh, being willing to do it in that approach. Uh, and also hope that you enjoy the cast interviews, as Anne has mentioned, that we've been able to do on our podcast. It's a great way to get an insight into these awesome folks that are members of the Winona Herb cast. And I know we've got them marked when they're safe to listen to, so I'm sure she's uh, making sure to only give you ones that came out at the time you've seen the episodes. But you've got about 30 of those, so you've got plenty coming as you move through the series. So thanks again, and I hope you all take care. <laughs> what did you think about that? Oh, that was the nicest. That was Kevin from Tales of the Black Badge. Uh, he left a sweet shout out to us on our voicemail. Super appreciate it. Um, wasn't that sweet? That was so nice. That was the sweetest. Oh, that was so sweet. So you didn't get my song that I sent. Did you send one? <laughs> I did. Oh, I'll no, I'll have again. to double check. I'll do it again. Um, okay, so here's uh, the final question for you. Casey, are you an erper? Okay, this is what I need to tell you. I had a moment um, when we had exchanged okay. some um, some messages online or, you know, like, whatever, text messages. And I... Mm-hmm. I like type something really crazy and you're like, what are you turning into a demon? And I said, Oh no, it's Rev Tokyo or something like that. And then I got like this weird tingly feeling. Did you get a tingle inside? (laughs) I got this weird tingly. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I feel like I'm actually part of something. It was the weirdest. Like it was, I almost make just to prove that I'm such a nerd. I almost got like a little teary because I'm like, I just love like I'm tearing up right now because I say it. Say it. I feel as if I feel like I'm part of a community. Mm, Sounds like (laughs) an erper to me. Um, Can I also can I also say one more uh, thing before you log off? Mm-hmm. So I made that funny meme with. Yeah, because I was just going to bring that up, because if you're going to tell me you're not an erper, if you're going to avoid the subject, uh, the thing you <laughs> just did two days ago seemed a lot like something an erper <laughs> would do. And everyone who follows us on Twitter knows exactly what you did. You I made did. a Bobo I, meme. I, I... <laughs> you purposely searched for a Macklemore in a fur coat picture. Mm-hmm. And Bobo Del Rey. I did. I know. That's what an erper feel, does. You I made a like meme. I really, I really felt like I contributed something. You did a thing. Yeah, I did a thing, which I want to reiterate. I did not. Did not. I showed your work. Okay. I showed the Twitter. I'm like, you guys, she's showing me her work to prove mm-hmm. that she didn't go anywhere else, but just specifically Googling. And did you Macklemore notice that I had to actually cross Bobo off Del some Rey. of the Google things that I did search? Because you don't need to know what I'm searching for. 
I had to cross it off in my screen save because it said oh, where really? you were. And I was like, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. I want to say like, I feel like I'm like part of this, this thing, this community and stuff. But then on the other mm-hmm. hand, it's so weird because I'm really not like, I really can't communicate with anybody. So like I go to the iTunes page every 17 minutes and look for if anybody's giving feedback or anything like that. So I cause then uh, that'll make me feel like, Oh, maybe there's, I don't know, some sort of connection uh-huh. with, you know, somebody who's leaving feedback or whatever. So I don't know. It's just, I feel like I I'm, starting to become part of this community with actually not being part of it sadly not because I don't want to be part of it but because I'm not allowed to be because Mm -hmm. I have to hold you hostage so you don't have any spoilers I get it I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to hold you back from because I feel bad keeping you off of Twitter but there's just there's a few more things that um will be revealed and then I think that maybe if you don't purposely go googling for things we could keep you safe um but so you're still you're just not gonna say it no i just i guess i don't know this i you guys if if you could maybe you can hear the (laughs) smile on her face but i'm looking at her in a video right now and i can tell you the smile on her face and it sure looks like the smile of an erper to me and i'm not gonna force you you know what i'm never gonna force you to be something you're not it's not like i'm not i'm not saying it because i don't want to be i just am not to the i because i'm just not allowed to be part of it and do i love the show a hundred percent do i love our podcast absolutely do i love talking about it Yes. Do I wish that I had some connection with somebody who else loved the show and we could talk about it as well, like in real life, you know, like on an everyday type of thing? I mean, right. I have Tracy, but I, right. you know, annoy her more than anything. Right. So, um, yeah, I wish I had that, but I just don't have that part yet. So I'm just a fan. Okay, guys, so send send me your feedback for Casey um, so she doesn't feel so left out. We'll figure out a way to do it safely. Uh, if you want to ask questions or give me comments for Casey, uh, and Casey, if you want anything, like I shared your meme, and I told you it got a bunch of love. So if that makes you feel like you're you're more part of the community, you do whatever you want to do, boo-boo. You do you, boo. We'll put it out there for you. You do you, boo. Um so this was pretty was long. Oh, so no. hopefully everyone sticks with us. Yeah, we're like, we're, oh, we're longer than I'd like to be. Um, no, it's fine. We're, we'll keep it there. Uh, and oh. I don't know what we're going to do next time, but you know where to find us. The best way to find us probably is just going to our website, which is uh, whynot.com. And it shows us uh, shows you how to reach us on social media. You can leave feedback uh, and you can leave voicemails. And if you reach out to us on Twitter, I will make sure to give Casey all the love. And uh, until Watch next time. Dinner. Thanks for listening to Bye. Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast. You can email us with any questions or comments at whynotpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at whynotp or whynot underscore podcast. And you Earpers know you spell why not. W-Y-N-A-U-G-H-T.